0: Right. <laughs> Dying alone, alone. Sure, I guess. My check, my check, make sure y'all can hear me real quick. Alright, what's up, what's up, y'all, what's up, y'all, what's good, what's good, good morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you at, welcome world, hello world, welcome back, this is Dissect the Dialogue, I'm your host, Eric France, and let's get popping to the next topics, the juicy topics, the the nitty gritty, as they say, alright, let's get into it, okay, Um, weekly updates, my uh, I didn't even kill. A lot of crazy events. You know, still going. The Little Mermaid just came out as far as movies. I haven't seen it yet. Might give it a shot. Not sure. I'll talk about The Little Mermaid in particular later. I'll try uh, not to be biased, but I'll just give my take based on seeing the trailer, not the movie. Because I have yet to see it. So, I'll put that in on later. Whatever. But, um, as far as everything else, um, oh, and if you haven't caught me on the tube, if you're in Houston, of course, uh, on Fox, I was on TV. Technically. Technically, I was on TV. It would just have my picture up there, but, hey, in a video. add a picture in a video. I'll say that. Picture in a video. My face... My haircut. Looking good. Had everything already on there. Basically, I made it, mama. In lack of better words. Anyway, other than that, everything's good. Oh, and uh, y'all can catch us, catch the place Sunday at 7. You know, link in bio. I'll post that later. And, uh, but yeah, besides that, everything's been good so far. Oh, and, uh, let this go down a bit. And give uh, a, also, and I'm, I'll do this in a later show. Y'all can let me know what y'all think about it. But, um, let me turn this down Just wanted to, uh, little quick analysis, you know, D.C. Young Fly, his, um, wife, you know, baby mother of his three kids. I'm trying to make sure you... Sorry, I'm so self-conscious. But, um... Uh, mother of his three kids recently passed um, now I might do a, you know something special for the true followers episode might do a take on that and you know shaky deaths regarding that but you know just a little quick silence for you know pieces. maybe mother. but yeah it's 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 a uh... I don't know if all that surgery stuff is just unnecessary. But I mean, you can lead the horse to the water, but you can't make a drink. But down to get to the nitty gritty. Now I posted something real in depth in particular, right? As I always do. I did three characters of famous, of, fam- of known TV shows. One, was Good Times, which is Florida Evans. The second one was Olivia Pope of Scandal. Oh, Florida Evans played by the late great Aceroli. Scandal Olivia Pope played by Carrie Washington. And what was the third one? Damn. I had a third one. What was the goddamn third? Oh, it was a Cookie Lion played by Taraji P. Henson as a third one. I want to do a fourth one, but it wouldn't fit. But if I would add a fourth one, it would be. Sandy. Yes, Sandra Uh, from 227 played by Jackie Harry. Those four. Now, what do they have in common, you ask? Well, not only are they obviously women of a certain complexion, but there are certain women... Now, mind you, in our community, our women, which I understand, you know, given the circumstances that, you know, what they're held up against every on a daily basis, uh, they held us up to a high standard, you know, especially when it comes to someone of a bourgeois, bourgeois type of woman or high maintenance black woman, right? They like individuals like that. Now, the reason why I say that is... And this didn't go with men, too, but I'll focus on the women because I always see women as, you know, a child's first teacher in a sense. Right. I noticed that like a lot of women, those women that are like recognized as just great portrayals on TV and film. But let's just stick with TV since they're TV characters. I'll just say that. As far as them being TV characters, they show a lot of negative qualities. Which is, it's always been a problem with us, you know, being portrayed on TV and film as a whole. But, you know, dealing with this gender war that's currently happening right now, I just feel it's necessary to, you know, shine some light on it. Now, there's always been some misrepresentation through Hollywood and regarding black women for you know decades right i mean we can even go further with you know the whole concept of blackface you know obviously but as far as you know representing true beauty and all that you know black women have always been undermined you know they've always been under the radar whether intentionally or just you know no one really recognizes you know black woman's beauty. It's, you know, beauty is always sent by this, you know, Eurocentric standard, which I understand. I mean, it's been programmed from, you know, I mean, Marilyn Monroe, I think, ruined the whole concept of like, you know, in order to be considered, you know, bell of the ball when it comes to how a woman looks, people made made her, I guess, the prototype, the quintessential beautiful woman, even though You know, she wasn't in my opinion. And it's not race either, because I I mean, you know, I'm not a person that, you know, dictates race on beauty. That's, you know, idiotic. Right. But I do see that. Beauty is, is is set to a certain standard when it comes to certain ethnic backgrounds. And what I mean is that people tend to undermine certain women, even if they never even had relationships with them. But I say it's based on, again, negative stereotypes. Which, you know, not necessarily may be the people that... Because this is what I think, right? This is what I believe. I think stereotypes are... I don't think they're 100% true, but I do think they garnish some sort of observation that has been proven to be fact not to say that it's a hundred percent but i mean if you constantly see something over and over again it's like you can't help but you know you can't help but you know you know green light that is like like for example there's the stereotype you know the age-old stereotype asians can't drive Now i'm not saying every asian can't drive but I've been behind the wheel behind some Asians, and let's just say they're a little can't really get control of the steering wheel at times. I don't know, or you know, um, of course, the stereotype black people can't swim, but that's like a whole, that's like a deeper meaning. But not to get too long on it. But the the main question of tonight is. And I just want to get this, make sure I get this right. How does the black woman want to be represented? Now, as y'all know, most of my questions that I ask on here is usually rhetorical. Most of the time, maybe the few times when I ask questions as the title of my show. Some I may want, you know, the people listening in or watching Uh, to ask themselves because I mean you can look outside the window and see that it's a never ending gender war and I think in our community it's worse because there's already the stigma that you know as men we gotta be Jesus to be to even get like an average woman's attention and even that won't even get make her satisfied it's like it's very, it's bad. It's bad all around. Don't get me wrong. But this whole general world is bad all around. But when it comes to us, it is terrible. I mean, it's always been like that since you know, ever since welfare has been pushed and the democratic plan to take dads out of the house. You know, I actually was looking at something. It was some video on the age, right? And it was, uh, it was like a poll. It was like five black women, and they were saying like, "Who's married?" Who's this? Who's that? Who wants to be married? Uh, and then and then, they, you know, raise their hands, right? But when they said, who wants to be a single mom? Everybody raised their hand. And then when the man asked these women these questions, like, wouldn't it be best if the dad would be there to take care? They said no. They said they don't need it. And the response was you know, my, I didn't grow up with a dad or I did everything by myself. Just empty rhetoric, right? Empty nonsense. Just, you know, bullshit in a sense. Let's just call it space, space. Because if a man would say the exact opposite of, of doing that, I don't really provide because I didn't grow up with whatever, a mom to teach me how to take care of, you know, nurture Slander, all this stuff. But, you know, this is a of general. But back to what I mentioned about stereotypes. Let me break it down. Then I'll get down to the history of, you know, black women in Hollywood. So let's break this down. What is a stereotype? Now, a stereotype is a widely held but fixed and oversimplified image or idea of a particular type of person or thing. Now, I'll break down certain stereotypes. Some people think people in black race, particularly women, are known to be very boisterous, loud, obnoxious, and ratchet. That's what people say. I'm not saying this. (laughs) I don't want people to twist my words because I know it tends to happen. People tend to say that, but I noticed that sometimes it can be a double standard within the stereotype because other races that tend to do the same thing as black women often get other you know words mentioned oh white woman maybe well maybe she's just frustrated and she's passionate and maybe she's just you know annoyed or it's just some stuff like that hispanic she's just feisty other races oh it's just their culture our women it's always they're obnoxious they're difficult Anytime someone uses difficult, you know what it is, and trust me, I can tell the difference when someone's being obnoxious and someone just, you know, some people just tend to talk with, you know, like they got a microphone in their esophagus or some shit. I don't know. Some people are just like that, but that's just a side note. But this is what I really want to break down. Okay, so I say around. Let's break down the history of Black women in Hollywood. I say around. Well, everybody knows like how stars back then. When it comes to you know the the the, the Audrey Hepburns, the Marilyn Monroes, um, the uh, what's her name, Catherine Hepburns. You know, look the. Um, I'm trying to think of more people. I just had a brain fart. Just women like that. You know that were always re- recognized by their beauty, et cetera, et cetera, have always, you know, hold on, are always in high regard as far as like, you know, they made their mark in Hollywood, right? Now, because of, you know, the prejudices that goes on in Hollywood and the politics, certain black women never really had to get that chance, you know, or a certain, if you look a certain type of way, you'll get you know, into those rooms. You'll get into those doors, per se. I'll break it down even even better. Like, when did, you know, female leads first start getting leads? Because around that time, most Black women weren't getting really, you know, main, you know, pretty much the star of the show or, you know, star of the film, per se. And even if they did, it would usually be someone of servitude roles, right? Someone that was usually a maid of some sort or doing some favors from someone else that, you know, of course they were doing favor for someone white, whatever. You know, things like that. There wasn't like any roles where women were actually had like a big impact per se. Let me make sure I get that. And I think that didn't really change until I want to say I mean, of course, you know, everybody knows that you know, Hattie McDaniel, but even her I mean, she was a slave and an anime. So that's like a double whammy. And based on her complaint, and that's another thing too, colorism was also a major factor. To be honest, it really still is because even Back then, you know, someone like a Hattie McDaniel, you know, or Esther Rowley would play roles where they weren't considered, you know, feminine, right? Because of how they looked. They weren't considered feminine, so they would have roles where they were maids and servants and slaves like that. You know, it fit them. But someone like a Diane Carroll, right, even when they were recognized by the beauty, you still have people calling her, you know, Black, the Marilyn Monroe, which I think is idiotic. And I and it goes to the show, you know, the hypnosis when it comes to words and spells. I remember seeing in Malcolm X, y'all can watch it, y'all want, when he was in prison and... The man that was, you know, Muslim that was trying to, like, teach him how to read the whole dictionary, he was showing them define black. And it had all these negative connotations, these negative words, these negative meanings. Everything was always bad. You know, this and that, you know, dirty, you know, negative, evil, everything that you would define black would be considered negative. Denny red, white. Then it seems like pure, without you know blemish. Then it was saying the opposite of black. So even in stuff like the dictionaries, which I'm not, you know, going against, you know, I mean, of course, uh, you can make the conversation on the white man's dictionary, white man's, but you got to learn something somehow. You can't just negate, you know, learning information just because certain certain weights race, excuse me, you know maze them Just You got to figure it out. But it just shows you how the words and the spells just kind of flips on you, bouncing on you. So I say this to say, when they see these women, right, when they see, you know, even beautiful women like, you know, like a Holly Berry, Pam Greer, Dorby Dandridge, all these women, even... If they're not, so say, super dark skinned, they still, it's even, there's still a a certain divide, even with colorism going on with them, right? And it's even like a, like a form of like, they only have to play this amount of roles. And even in films, they're even like degraded to the, so bad to the point, we even, like I remember, uh... Someone was referring to somebody as Whoopi Goldberg, as if Whoopi Goldberg was ugly. If you look at some of Whoopi Goldberg's old pictures, she was not ugly, but we've been conditioned to think that she was. Nah, like twenty twenty three, she she, I don't know what the hell they didn't deal with her, but got macaroni in it. But it just shows you how you know people can like flip spells, and I mean you. I remember the color purple when she there was calling her ugly and all that well, it's like well y'all had her messed up and all that y'all had her looking rough so it's like it didn't really help i mean kind of added you know fuel to the flame in a sense but who's here to dictate their stories and who tells their stories you know what's the image that you want to project to these black women? I, the reason why I made examples like a Florida Evans was because someone, it again, also a negative stereotype, those dayship Christian mothers that want to use God for their own convenience. I'll make that an example. There was an episode where they was about to lose their place in the first season. And James knew that he can get some, some get rich quick scheme, probably playing pool. Florida didn't want to do that. Of course, the kids, they figured out a way how to stall the people trying to get them out. Then when James was able to get the money, it was home free. Then Florida wanted to say, you know, thank you, Jesus. We did it and thank you for that three-point whatever shot, three-corner shot, whatever, right? Fast forward, you know, dad dies. JJ, the son, almost like, you know, the numbers at the time, there was running numbers, right? Gambling, whatever. You know, J.J. doing good. Like, he, yeah, he gambling, but, you know, he, he making money, he making sure his family's straight, whatever. Florida finds out. Gets pissed off, kicks him out, saying, I'm not going to have a son gambling. But your husband was gambling, but you was thinking Jesus. Like, but that happens all the time. There's there's certain women that, you know, in our community that like using religion, for their own convenience. Then let's fast forward to, well, cookie line, I mean, I ain't got, I mean, you know, typical wanna be, wanna portray the Bonnie and Clyde lifestyle, but then this this is another topic. Yeah, cookie line, wanna portray the Bonnie and Clyde lifestyle, but just like every gangster movie, when money dries up, the woman always, I say nine times out of 10, always, you know, you know, leaves their man in the cold. Which is kind of what Cookie Lyon did. You know, the whole, I'm a, I gotta put me first, I gotta put... That seems to be a lot of women, and I'm just saying, in this community at times. It's like, he he was cool with him doing dirt when he was with him. Now when stuff gets bad and everything's going downhill, you want to leave? Nah, I'm not with the whole struggle of nonsense. That's, I think that's ridiculous, but I am with, if you with someone for who they are, be with them for who they are. Don't just, don't have morals. Tasha, another one. Oh, I should have had more, but yeah, Tasha from Power, another one. Um, You know, didn't want her man to go clean because she thought, oh, the drug money's more than the club money. Ghosts, everybody remember that. Ghosts wanted to go clean. She didn't want that. She wanted it. but then when shit was going down, all of a sudden she wanted to go clean. She was, he was telling you to go clean since like season one. Then you wait till your daughter dies. Spoiler for those that ain't up with it. You wait till your daughter gets killed, you know. Your son in trouble, whatever. He dodged death so many times. I still don't know how he's still alive but like come on like who's telling our women's stories like is this the picture that we want to paint on as our women now mind you i'm not saying that's how our women are but i know algorithms i know that no one's just making this up i know no one's just you know it's not just people like it has to be us. It has to be us green lighting this. It's not a coincidence why a movie is like a baby boy is constantly on rotation on bet It's it's not a coincidence, you know. Then oh, what's that other one? Then of course you know two two seven Sandra. You know was a city girl before a city girl. Basically, I mean we can sugarcoat it all we want. She was. Pretty much, she never had no man. She was always, she didn't really have no job, but she always had money and she always had fancy shit. Come on. Like, a blind, like a a, a slow person could put two and two together. But, that can't be our story. You know? And, also, we have to stop trying to you know, make black versions Of white characters. That has to stop too. And I noticed that again. Observing. I noticed that it happens with a lot of the female characters. Like why can't we create our own. Lane. What is wrong with that? And. When the switch start to change. Like who made that call to just. You know. Because it's not like. We didn't have stories. I mean, we can go and like, you know, talk about the black exploitation era, you know, with Pam Greer, you know, and all that, you know, her being like, you know, which is rare back then, because not a lot of, you know, black female who were just like the driving force. You know, there were always because a lot of the exploitation films kind of degraded our woman, just to be honest. But Pam Greer's like that, it was different. It was like it was a you know, very transcendent because no one was seeing anything like that. But stories like that, how we have black exploitation films where we had women that were, I mean, even Jackie Brown, that was like rare to see, like, because it wasn't it's there's never been a time when a black woman, you know, was running the show. That needs to go back. We need to go back to that. And stop making, you know, I hate saying blackwashing, but, you know, stop trying to, it's almost like we're trying to be the white side, in a sense. And it's almost, it's low-key kind of embarrassing because as creative, as innovative as, as we are as a people, like, we're better than just trying to, you know, copy off, you know, white people's stories, you know. We're too, we're too innovative for that. You know, we can make our own, you know, Indiana Jones our own Star Wars, our own, let me think, you know, our own Lord Croft Tomb Raiders, our own, I'm trying to think of franchises, Harry Potter's, um, I'm trying to think. But yeah, we, we can have all these different, you know, franchises and stories where it could just, you know, live on and on especially with, you know, a strong heroine figure, right? Dune, Dune I know Dune's, be, I can see Dune at the franchise being really big, but wouldn't it become this, you know, our, our stories, like a woman uh, has to be like the worst, you know, morally wrecked person in order to win awards. She has to be a slave to win this award. She has to, you know, woo woo with someone of a different race to get this award. You know? And our romance movies. Why are there no good romance movies all of a sudden? Even observing, the women in some of the romantic movies, they're pieces of shit. Best Man, Love Jones, Love and Basketball, Soul Food, I mean, sure, soul food. You can, of course. Um, well, actually, no. I'm not. Gonna, yeah, soul food. Because the cousin was messing with you. Know, yes, I'm still standing on that. What am I talking about? I'm still standing on that. Yes, but yes, a lot of those movies. Just we just need a different light on our women. But the thing is, our women need to know their worth. It's like sure, you can make all the excuses. You make all the reasons in the world why you weren't loved. I get it. But don't act like men weren't disrespected, you know, because of how they looked. You know, we got to learn how to respect one another, love each other. Stop hating on one another. It's annoying. And it doesn't really get us nowhere. We're not growing as a people. You know? But like I said, I haven't really seen the little maybe one, but I don't know like I just not I mean I didn't even like the other one so I don't really get how what I'm gonna get out of this I never did I never did understand that at all with that one but a uh, woman and then they have like I think they had another story where it was like a girl that was like a superhero they had like a, a season of that show I was watching it whatever, I was watching that and I think they canceled it after one season. I was like, why would they cancel it? Like, that needs to be shown. But, you know, again, we're our own biggest enemy. If we continue to show bad representations of our people. It's going to keep on happening until we do something about it. But if we're going to continuously, you know, put this toxicity in, you know, for our TV screens... Whose fault is it, really? It's no one's fault but our own. It's nobody's fault but our own. Like, the fact that we have so many strong women in our community, in our past, that have done so many great things. Like, it just confuses me how we can't. This, you got, I mean, there's tons of stories where it can show our women. I know it. I I feel it, but I mean, somebody's got to tell him. Somebody has to. And I don't mean, not saying that a man can't speak on a woman's behalf, but nowadays you got to be careful you doing that. But some woman out there that knows what it's like, like, that can speak on everybody's... My late right grandma that could speak on you know like women in general that could speak on and not in a negative way not that you know uh, you know your body so I got I get to sleep with anybody I want to and you know I gotta you know put myself first I'm not talking about that type of respect that's not respect that's actually disregard of your self worth. You know, sleeping with everybody that you come in contact with isn't self-worth. And men can justify them doing it, but I don't know. It's it's just all. But me growing up with a lot of white women, especially having a lot of girl cousins, I, I think I can understand it more. I mean, I never had sisters, but I can... Understand, you know, the stories of having to change your hair because it's not considered professional to get a job or, you know, not confining to, you know, just a, a black woman not wearing weave and long nails and falsies, you know, in our own race and being, you know, made fun of for that. Speak on, where is those stories at? Where's those tales? Where's those, you know, people that want to? We need like more J.K. Rowling's, more Jane Austen's, you know. No, we don't need uh, Terry McMillan's uh, screwing up everything, putting toxicity. We don't need, you know, sapphires telling her, telling stories. Okay, they're telling their negative side. That's not doing any justice, but that's all I got to say on that. Like I said, thank y'all for showing support. Uh, Y'all can follow me on YouTube. If you're new, subscribe. That like button, hit the subscribe button. Uh, I'm on Spotify, Anchor, Amazon. iHeart coming soon. Y'all can catch me at that play. Thank y'all for showing support. Thank y'all for listening to me and joining me. Until next time, I am gone. Catch y'all later. Peace.